Welcome, everybody. Good morning, man. I am pumped to be with everyone online today, praising God for each and every one of you. But hey, listen, we are excited to jump right into this. This Jump right in. Jump right in. We're jumping right in. Welcome. You are listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams, here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, uh, we release a new episode every Wednesday. You can hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're watching from to get automatic notifications to your device so you never miss a week. Also, share this with a friend on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And also, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. A few extra minutes every week just doing that will help get this in the hands of many more leaders just like you. Also, visit leadinghope.online to get updates and find out more about the Leading Hope community. Kevin, woo! (laughs) Right right before we start today i did not i checked apple podcast just to check and see we're coming up on 100 episodes and i looked at vj and i go oh wow on apple we already have 51 ratings yeah on the podcast and then i got a long lecture as to why he does it every week and why it's so important why it gets people saying so not only do you hear that every week but i hear it twice usually as well on there go ahead v (laughs) did you rate and review yourself by the way I mean, yeah, I did. I oh, feel a little good. bad, but well, I mean, I think I I gave us our first rating. I think I rated us before we actually had a podcast release. That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, we're we're so thankful that you guys do join us, and if you're listening at work, we are so <laughs> grateful that you're taking some time out of your day to, to be with us today. We're in episode 97 of our new series, Frustration. You have titled this "Make the Best of Your Frustration." So we're doing this kind of mini series that we jumped into three weeks long. This is the middle week, the same which of it and uh today we're talking about making the best of your frustration so if you're with us last week 30 second recap the idea was this it's okay to be frustrated i confessed i am frustrated all the time about different areas and different things and that frustration the fact that it is present is the thing that will enable you to move forward and grow we visited how one of the early episodes we talked about problems and how the presence of problems dictates the necessity of leadership don't complain about problems if there are no problems we have no need for leaders and while problems are an external source that shows the need for leadership frustration is an internal thing that drives you to that leadership. So simply to say, hey, I had to make kind of amends with my frustration and go, you know what? I'm probably always going to feel frustrated about something at some point in time. And those are the things that will drive me to create a better future. It's good stuff, man. So uh, today, here's our phrase is I want to help you make the best of your frustration instead of allowing your frustration to get the best of you. So while frustration will always be there, while you just need to kind of accept it, there are ways that you can channel it in healthy ways. And there are other ways in which that frustration can just eat you up and destroy you. And then getting into next week, we're going to look at how you temper your frustration, which may be an odd term, but how you balance it out to make sure you're actually navigating current reality correctly. So today I want to give you four tools, okay? Four tools for making the best of your frustration. This applies to your work, your home, your relationships, 
relationships, your finances, no matter what it is, four tools to make the best of your frustration. Tool number one, continuously adjust the rubber band. We have talked about this before. I have used this in several sermons because I think about it constantly. So the rubber band is the gap between where you are and your desired future. If there is no gap, if there is no tension between those things, you're not going to make anything better. The fact that that tension is created is the frustration. Knowing current reality is not the future that I want to live into. But if that future reality gets too far away from current reality, oh man, you're going to snap. And I don't just mean that in rubber band terms. I mean that literally like you're going to snap. And so part of the tool that you need is to continuously adjust that reality, continuously adjust that tension on your frustration. Yeah. You, you got, you got I, something? I know, but I just said you're going to snap. I've seen that happen. Yeah. No, I've that's seen it. it happen like it live. That's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> I'll do it live. Uh, fun note is uh, I always laugh. Uh, we go to Disney about every other year as a family. And uh, my favorite thing is just to watch the families about to have a total <laughs> meltdown. Is. That like, is the live. That's just it. the best. That's and, it. And like, that's what Bethany and I do when we walk through the parks. Like, we love our kids. We enjoy the memories. But we're like, oh, hold on, hold on. Watch them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're about to meltdown. We've got stories that I can't share. <laughs> Why not? Uh, because they're not PG or PG-13 uh, oh. rated. Like, seriously. like. And part of that, it, it, to, to bring it back to the metaphor, because it actually does matter, matter is it go, it's billed as the happiest place on earth. <laughs> yes. When it's 95 and humid and sticky and gross and you've sat in a line for the last two hours, you're not feeling the happiest place on earth. And so adjusting that expectation compared to reality. So I say it as like, like, let's say parents, you have small kids. You know what? expectation on reality is you should be exhausted at all times okay if you expect to be well rested you're gonna constantly be frustrated uh parents with teenagers i don't live in that stage yet but you should expect that you need to be equipping them with social things and that they don't really that much have want to do with your life at this point in time in your work you should not expect everything to go smoothly so i, I just say that as like as you look at the different areas of your life if if you're in debt now, like consumer debt, and your expectation is you've got a million dollars in investments, you you need to adjust that mm. because you're going to be so frustrated you can't move forward in the moment. And so you need to adjust that maybe maybe 30 years down the line. I don't know what expectation, maybe 20 years down the line based upon your income, you can go, I can get there. But you need to have a realistic expectation that still pulls you forward. So a continuously adjust the rubber band. Tool number two, to make the best of your frustration and not have it make the best of you. Pinpoint what? Pinpoint what? What didn't go well? What isn't living up to your desired reality? The tendency is, is when we're frustrated, that is an emotional reaction and we just sit in the emotions. And at some point in time, that's got to switch its gear and head to the logical reality. And so you have to be able to go, why am I frustrated? What exactly is not going well? What isn't living up to my desire of reality? This is what I have written in my notes ambiguity and frustration together are paralyzing. Oh, that's good. If if it is like completely unclear what is frustrated and I'm frustrated, that is paralyzing and you will do nothing. Now, we've already talked about you're probably not going to get rid of your frustration. That's part of you as a leader, but you can get rid of your ambiguity. And so take time to pinpoint what exactly 
am I so dissatisfied with? What am I unhappy about? And then the next key step on it, this isn't one of the four tools, is act on it. <laughs> like, do something about it. I believe that the mark of a great leader is they're not frustrated by the same thing season after season. There's a different thing because they have progressed and grown. If the same thing in your life is frustrating you year after year, you need to do something different and you need to work on that. But the tool there is to pinpoint what? Uh, here's uh, tool number three, and I say this especially for more uh, corporate leadership, things like that, based upon your position, is know when the team needs me to be present and when the team needs me to be planned ahead. And and I, I believe this can apply to a lot of different areas, but, but I specify this one because this is the thing that I'm really trying to learn well right now is I'm usually ahead. And then COVID happened and we had to go from six months, a year ahead to week to week in everything that we are planning because current reality was changing so quickly. And within that, my struggle is always, um, I don't do a great job of celebrating the moment. Uh, see previous podcast episode for endless examples as to how I don't do that. I'm always planning out the next thing. But I think that's a key piece on making the best of your frustration because you need to know when your team, when the people that you're with, when they need you to be planned ahead, that you're not a frustration to them, and when they actually need you to be present to celebrate the moment. I know this is a silly thing, but as an example of this, I have always in all my life been planned ahead and there is nothing that makes me like, we'll, we'll drive up to a restaurant. We're late. We're meeting someone else. We're there with our kids. We'll pull into the parking lot. I'll open the door for them. And they're all still sitting there with their seatbelts on. <laughs> now I'm thrilled they have their seatbelts on. I'm like, is this surprising to you? Are you shocked that we're here? Did you not see this coming? I know you're like, you're a terrible dad. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> like really sometimes. But there's this sense of like, for some of us, we so live in the moment, we can never be planned ahead, which will be a frustration. For others of us, we're so planned ahead, we can never celebrate the moment, which will also be a frustration. And so I don't have like a cue. I don't have anything to go, this is how you know. This is how you know which would be. I think that's far more of a feel thing that you have to figure out when should I be in the moment? When should I be planned? ahead. And then tool number four, and this is honestly the one that we spent the majority of the first episode of this discussing, episode 96, if you want to go back and listen to it. But I want to emphasize it here because it is a tool. Don't get frustrated by the fact that I feel frustrated. Begin to see this as the leadership part of you, okay? The leadership part of you wants to grow things, improve things, create things, and make them better. If you don't feel frustrated, you will not be motivated to create something better than current reality. And so part of the tool on having making the best of your frustration instead of allowing your frustration to get the best of you is to just acknowledge, hey, it's okay that I feel frustrated. That's part of me. I don't need to turn that off. I, I can I can navigate and move that forward. So four tools, continuously adjust the rubber band, pinpoint what, know when the team needs me to be present and when they need me to be ahead and don't be frustrated by the fact that I feel frustrated. Wow. Thanks, buddy. all in the uh, in the chat, man, because I think it's so important that we uh, you crushed we it on the those. notes. Um, you crushed it on the notes. Uh, 
I just added them. So they're there for you. This is a great opportunity for anyone who's uh, uh, watching live today to add your uh, questions for Pastor Kevin in the chat right now. This is, uh, I'm sure someone has a question about one of these points that may be uh, applicable to today's episode. But I'd, I want to get started really quickly, Kevin, with, with the first part about continuously adjusting the rubber band. You said, uh, if I'm frustrated because my perspective is unrealistic, that's not helpful. Um, yeah. For uh, for some of us who are dreamers, yeah, uh, and everything, uh, we're always getting. So there's a different level there. We're always trying to get better as leaders. Um, that's what makes us leaders. Yes, accurate. Um, but sometimes we're trying to get too far out in front, mm -hmm. or maybe we just have unrealistic expectations of what today should look like. Yeah. How do we how do we rein that in to make sure that we aren't getting ahead of everyone so that we get shot? <laughs> well, let's say I was going to tee that up. Of, v, do you want to share the statement that I say with you, you quite regularly? Go, go ahead, man. <laughs> I, say, I tell VJ quite regularly, if the leader gets too far out ahead of their army, the army mistakes them for the enemy and begins shooting at them. Yes. Which is just the reality. That's true of everything. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I, I think one of the hard things is uh, you need to know, and, and it's a skill set. Yeah. You need to know um, what is... Uh, there are people who they cannot estimate the amount of time that needs to be allotted for certain work. Yes. That, so everything is either Ooh, that's good. way too much, like, oh, this will take months. Like, no, it won't. You just have to sit down and do it. It'll take totally. a day. Yeah, yeah. And other times people are like, yeah, I'll get it done in an hour. No, you won't. Yeah. Like, not to do it. I, if I could share this, this is a little confession piece. Yeah. Um, most people drastically underestimate how much time they need to invest to preach a good sermon. They don't realize how much thinking, prep, refining needs to be done. And I say that critically of others. And then this is what I learned. I didn't realize how much time it should take to write a good book. I knew that about messages. Mm. But as I was writing the book, That's good. I was going through it and going, oh, I'm learning the dedication throughout this that it requires. That I just to be blunt, I, I didn't fully know coming in or even when I was done how much time I actually should have put into it or could have put into it. Yeah. So I, I say that then you look at a frustration leadership sense. And the idea is, is that some people drastically overestimate or underestimate how long an initiative will take to get done well. That's really good. That's really good. That makes complete sense. So we really need to put the proper time in calculating how long it's going to take something to 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 gauge our expectation yeah. uh, in, for what we're trying to accomplish. And to the point of saying, do not discard your dreams. Yeah. Oh, do not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to say like that big picture, that is absolutely essential. And that's actually something I'm really learning right now yeah. that we'll get into in a later oh, episode. Oh, that's exciting. Because I, I did that for a season. But like, yeah. do not get rid of it, but don't expect it to happen by the end of the month. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what's really hard because uh, especially when you have momentum. Yeah. It even becomes doubles down on the fact of the frustration can set in because you're like, man, we are moving at such an incredible pace. This next thing that we want to be able to do seems realistic. Yeah. But we haven't properly calculated how long it's going to take. So maybe it's not as realistic as the momentum suggests it is. Absolutely. That's you good. could uh, you could pinpoint it to this phrase. Most people want a legacy in the present moment. Oh, that's good. 
and the legacy only happens over time. That's good. Uh, Adrian, our friend Adrian says, Adrian! he said, uh, that's true. He said, I screen captured this. Hey, also, I'll just let you know, Adrian, everyone else, you can go to leadinghope.online and click on podcast. All the notes are in there for you every week as well. So you don't have to screen capture it if you don't want, but I'm pumped that you did. Mm -hmm. uh, Abby says, it seems like without frustration, there is complacency. I don't want to be complacent, but I do value contentment. Can you speak to the difference between the two? Great question. Yeah. Uh, the the value of contentment, I said that incorrectly. Uh, what contentment is able to do is, is it's able to delight in what is. Frustration is able to move forward to what it could be. Oh, that's good. And so I would say it is like the to be complacent is to no longer see what could be. To only be frustrated is to not be able to value what is. And so it's the sense of I love the job I have and I can see the good in this while still moving it forward to an even better future. I love the church I serve yeah, and am thrilled with what I get to be a part of and yet still am able to see a better future that I'm creating there. The person who doesn't have contentment is, or the person who is only complacent uh, doesn't see how the future could be better. I think I said that off, but I think I communicated the point earlier. Yeah, no, that's Accurate. good. Yep. Okay. Uh, so let's move on to something else because we, we really Go. don't have a lot of time left. Um, I'm going to press you a little bit on this because Go. I would feel like I'm not doing my job on the podcast if I don't this. You talked about celebrating. Um, I think it was the no when the team needs to be yeah. present and then need to be ahead. And you talked about how you are working through some difficult celebrating in the moment. Accurate. Uh, what are you going to do to fix that? Oh gosh, <laughs> you're the you're the worst. <laughs> Can I tell you that you're the worst? I have to. I feel like it's uh, it's one of those things. Like you know, I mean, I think that's what that's the beauty of this podcast for me. Uh, yeah. And for us, and for everyone watching, is that we are doing this as not experts that are yeah. trying to get better. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you. Mm -hmm. Not not for, not you for you. Here, here, you for me. Classic. Like, what do you think? Um, so the difficulty is yeah. you're largely wired the same way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I come up to you with those things and it never <laughs> takes you back. You're never like, uh, yeah, come on. Yeah. But I mean, is there an area we go? This is how I could do that. But I acknowledge I don't do that well. No, I don't do it well either. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, I, I don't. I, 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 I definitely need to learn from you on how to do it better. This is this is now turned into the the worst podcast because we're going. Here's no. what here's what you should be doing better. Neither of us have any idea how to do I this, mean, and we're both ideas, terrible at it. But but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you know, that's uh, something that we're working towards, and we know it's important, extremely yeah. important. And so, uh, what is something like that you might end up doing to help move I in think, that direction? I think one of the things that I need to do, and, and we do this a, a little here and there, but we don't have it. Uh, it systematically within our team and to say we have long-term visions yeah like we have big overarching visions and the problem is is that we don't have checkpoints yeah if that makes sense yeah no that's exactly like right the checkpoint gives you you are on pace yeah you are doing what you should be doing keep going yeah because the checkpoint goes oh i've only got this much left until then and so my tendency is to go like our biggest thing in our church is our 10-year vision to baptize 1,041 people yeah. in a 10-year period. It's really hard if you only celebrate something once every 10 years. 
Yeah, yeah. And to be more strategic, not just about the big markers, but the smaller markers within our team and to go, this happened. Yeah. Let's celebrate. This yeah. is a checkpoint that's meaningful. Yeah. Here, that's that's good. That's really good. So here, I'll, I'll here's something go. you do well that I haven't even done well yet, is you're always trying to at least get the team to get out to a lunch. Yeah. Right? And it may not be a celebratory lunch, but because of it, it becomes celebratory because you're together in community yeah. moving forward together. I don't do that. No, you don't. I, I, I'm an anti-lunch. I like I like teamwork lunch. Like that's my lunch. Right? Like, hey, let's let's get some food. Let's go to lunch. You're like, can we have a working lunch? Yeah, and I'm like, like, no. Can we have a lunch lunch? <laughs> yeah. And so and so I have actually. I think it was last uh, Thursday. I'm I've I said I will start going to one lunch a month. <laughs> on Thursdays, come on, it's something. It's something. You're, la lunch a month. you're, you're laughing at my progress. You know, I'll let you know the rubber band from where it was stretched. Yeah, that is significant. <laughs> listen, but but to your point, I said, listen, I will at least on Thursdays once a month go because that's something I need to learn to be better at. And as you laugh and think this is hilarious at my expense, I totally still love you regardless. It's so good. But seriously, that was something that you do well every week that you try to get people to move into that. I love that. I don't even know where to go with this anymore. I but. so did not expect you to say one lunch a month. I meant for the Thursdays. That doesn't mean like I'm only going to eat once a All week. All right. All right. Well, guys, this is VJ's progress. Once every lunar eclipse, he's going to have lunch with the rest of us. This has gone haywire. Haywire. Uh, the band is on the field. <laughs> the band is on the field. Uh, but that 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 is something good, that man. you do every week, Thank right? You. you get people, and that's important because yeah. you know that's a time that people need to spend. I know I'm not good at that, so I want to at least do that's it. That's good. And start going through that. It's it's something I I'll hold you accountable That's for that. Good. Hey, we are out of time, <laughs> so and we are glad that you're here, Kevin. Wrap up ninety seven. <laughs> make the best of your frustration. I just wanna I just wanna uh, drill in on this idea. Is to say frustration is part of you as a leader. It's natural, and yet you need tools in place to make sure that you are making the best of your frustration and it's moving towards a better future instead of allowing your frustration to get the best of you and causing you to sap all your enjoyment out of life. So we've given you four today. I'm sure there's tons more out there. Figure those out as you modify your life, but make sure that you are making the best of your frustration. That's so good. Thank you guys so much for joining us for 97. Make the best of your frustration. Thank you for uh, being here today. If you want to join me for lunch on Thursday, uh, I'll let you know where I'm going to be next month. Uh, if you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, it mean the world to us if you did that now. Also, post about it, rate and review. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of more leaders just like you. And we love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life or business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online and send that to us. Also, you can see all the other podcasts that are there. And remember, everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count.